The Big Play Reflog Show is brought to you by ShackNews.com. Shack News is the place to be for all your gaming needs with news, guides, walkthroughs, reviews, like this week's featured article breaking down the most anticipated games of 2022. And they do more than just video games at Shack News. Check out their new app, Shack Pets, to upload and vote on the cutest pet picks. And remember, you can join in on the conversation and customize your feed using the Shack News Cortex and Shack News Reader. They've truly got it all. If you're a gamer, Shack News is the site for you. Check them out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at the handle at Shack News and at ShackNews.com. It's time! Streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio! Presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world, The Big Play Reflog Show. Today is Monday, January 10th, 2022. I am your host, Big Play Dave, alongside Mr. Chris McNeil and Nick Padone. National Championship game night. Who's excited? I'm excited, Dave, because we yeah. made it through another Brown season, my friend. We made it. We did it. It's over. Long- longest one ever? Whoo! It was by the number of games. After we said that this was the longest off season ever, too. Remember that when we were like, "Man, could this off season just end so the season can get here?" Boy, did it end, and the season got here. And And what the hell did we watch? And now this off season, I guarantee, fellas, is going to be one of the weirdest off seasons. Oh yeah, we have ever experienced. And 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 this is taking into account this is the Cleveland Browns, and a normal off season is weird. I think yeah. this is going to be an exceptionally weird offseason. So we will be right there with you all through it out. All the weirdness of this offseason here on the Big Play Reflug Show. Dave, we get to be with the people. That is right. Yes, that is right. But before we do that, we will break down our thoughts on the season that just happened. For we ten have minutes. to. I Ten said, minutes. May we never speak of it again, Dave. <laughs> ten on minutes to the next season. Out. Let's go Cavs. Let them know. Hashtag. Yeah. Now, Chris, we are bringing back Power Rank Monday. Yes. It's been a minute. We're going to Power Rank, top three most memorable, good or bad, things of this season, probably bad. Uh, Then our featured interview with comedian Clevelander Mary Santora. Hilarious. We were just listening to her stand up. Looking forward to talking with her. Uh, After that, we're going to get into our trivia segment, Who Wants to Be a Billionaire? We're going Cavs. Cavs edition. No more Browns. Hopefully giving away some Labatt blue lights and a GV art shirt. Uh, then it's on to headlines. 
everything going on in Cleveland, and then we will wrap up the best and worst tweets of the week. Let's kick it off. It's been a while since I've said this with Power Rank Monday. It's time. Power Rank Monday. All right. Top three most memorable moments, good or bad, of this Brown season. I don't even know if I have my dings, Chris. You don't have your dings. Number Number three. three. Come on. What kind of a show are we running here? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on, Dave. Number three. Oh, I got the updated dings. Wow. <laughs> Number three, Wyatt Teller's Superman block. Yeah, I feel like that went pretty viral. Shout out to Wyatt Teller. He had a good year. Some of our offensive line had a very good year. Parlayed that into locking him and Betonio up. I still think that was a very, very good move for this team going forward. So, Superman block. Number two. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Fairly viral. Number two. How about the the Denzel touchdown? Ninety nine. That was years. awesome. Pretty, pretty good. Eh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. I think that guy's gonna get paid too. Yeah, I think you're probably right. How good was it to see him healthy for a year? It was. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We didn't we didn't think that was coming. He showed up basically all season. Looked phenomenal. He's getting paid. Um, and those are the only two good ones I could come up with. <laughs> so negative, Dave. Come on. Yeah, this isn't like a. I think this one is just more me. It's not like a super memorable moment for the, on the internet or anything like that. But like, just the the last game Baker played, he obviously looked horrible. He looked horrible all year. I just watched him running the ball trying to get away out of the pocket for like a three-yard yeah. run, a four-yard run in the fourth quarter, super injured, clearly unable to find a decent pass out there, hit an open man. He just, I'm just sitting there watching this game. All hope is gone, and he's just out there destroying his body. Like It just summed up the season for me to Baker destroying his body for real no gain at all. It's horrible. It just wrapped it that up. Sums up it's most amazing. of the season right there. It really does. It in a nutshell. Week two on, man. Week two on. And on to the Baker Wars. Oh god. Oh, it's gonna be oh, a long season. Then the Baker Wars. Kirk Cousins, Chris, or Baker Mayfield? Oh Jesus. yes. <laughs> Chris, Not what do you got? What, what would your, your top three be for this this great season we just had? Dave, my number three. Just finished it up back half yesterday of the sweep of Cincinnati going into the season. We thought it was probable at the end of the season. It ended up being pretty improbable that we would beat Cincinnati, the eventual division winners twice, twice. Although the second one was just more of just grown men running into each other that we happened to come out on top on. But nonetheless, Dave, through the transitive uh, properties of sports, However far they go in the playoffs, we can say we beat that team and we're better than whoever they beat in the playoffs. So we got you know, that. Do you know what's funny about that? I think 
early before the season began, Chris, we talked about Case Keenum being in the game versus the Bengals because right. we had the division locked up. <laughs> Once again, we're close. Just right church, wrong pew there, Dave. Guys, you want some right. some national championship breaking news real quick? Sorry to interject. I don't really care, no. but sure. All right, so somebody that Browns fans should have their eye on in this game is Jamison Williams, wide receiver for yep. Alabama, potential, you know, slot guy at the Browns, 13th pick, just left the field, long pass, non-contact injury was holding his knee afterwards. Ooh, that's not good. That's why you should have lost yesterday, Cleveland Browns. Oh, that stinks. Oh, man. My number two. <laughs> number two. How about the Halloween game against the Steelers? That was not not a good matchup. It didn't turn out well, but I did kind of enjoy the Halloween costumes. I know we ended up eating crow pretty hardcore, but Miles Garrett dressed up as the Grim Reaper. I thought that was pretty good. OBJ, no longer a Cleveland Brown, dressed up as Michael Jackson. I thought they had a little bit of fun with it. I thought they were kind of loose, went out and got rolled. But nonetheless, it was kind of fun to go into the game and and make it more than just a football game for that day and make us forget what happened on the field. So I will not forget those Halloween costumes. How about that? Those were pretty good. Jamie Gillen was uh, Happy Gilmore's caddy. That was a good one as well. Nice. I did not realize that. Yeah, that's great. Now he can actually be a caddy somewhere. In Buffalo. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. Dave, my number one. I thought really the play of the year. This Really this and the Denzel Ward pick. Uh, but the, it was the Miles Garrett strip sack TD against the Ravens, taking it in for 15, from 15 yards out. Uh, Tyler Huntley, who was in the game at the time, Miles just took him down. Huge play. What we thought at the time was going to be one of those plays that we look back on and say, boy, that was a turning point in the season. Didn't end up that way, but nonetheless, uh, in that game, he also, I believe, set the mark for us for sacks. So uh, good job to Miles Garrett in that game, and uh, good job on that play. That was certainly one of those that's going to be memorable and we'll be looking back on for some time to come. Chris, I think you went pretty much all quasi-positive there. Well done. That's hard. I'm trying, Dave. I'm trying my best, you know? It's tough. It's tough. I was going to go number one the season's over, but I didn't go that way. <laughs> that would be a good number one. Nick, what do you got for your top three? Most memorable, good or bad for the <sighs> Brown season? I can't believe that Like we're talking about this and right on cue, Jamison Williams, like the receiver that the Browns very well probably have their eyes on, blows out his knee, and there's like Alabama players peeking into the tent on national television. It's just so fitting for how this – this Brown season has gone. All right, we'll kick it off with my number three. Number three. Guys, let's start up with last night at Rumor Nightclub. You're gonna have what to the up hell happened? So so, tell so, us, Nick, for people who didn't see that out yeah. there, what, so, what are you talking about? There's a nightclub downtown Cleveland. It's called The Rumor. Didn't know it existed before yesterday, but clearly it does. So The Viper the, Room of Cleveland. The the owner puts on his Twitter a picture where, you know, you get bottle service at a club. They come out with the big sign and there's oftentimes right. confetti and things of this sort. Not that I would know that, but 
all lit up. And the sign, which you could customize when you get, you know, a bottle service at a club, it could say anything, a company name, a family name, an event. It said, happy early vacation six or something like that. Six, thanks for the early vacation and a clear shot at Baker Mayfield. And the owner tweets out this picture of this big bottle service sign spelled out and said, you'll never guess which Browns player ordered this sign. And just that's how this Brown season has gone. So let's open it up. What's your guess? My guess is inner player. My guess is former player. Former? <laughs> let's get crazy. Yeah, it was Phil Dawson. Phil Dawson. <laughs> it was Joe Thomas in there. Isn't that incredible? It was Doug Deacon. He's like, I'm out here. <laughs> Vacation, that's it, man. I'm in the club. Doug's in the club, my friend. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's there's definitely all kinds of speculation on the Twitter machine on who could have put up that sign. Likely yeah. someone on the defensive side of the football. All right, number two. Number two. My second most memorable moment of this season is Kareem Hunt's father. And I know what you're thinking, Nick, wait, that's, that's the wrong. No, no. Kareem Hunt's dad actually took to Facebook a few weeks after what my number one will be. Dad moved to Facebook. Yep. On the Facebook machine, telling people how it was that Baker was too afraid to throw and he shouldn't have been out there. Meanwhile, his son played a grand total of eight games. So Kareem Hunt senior, that is my number two. I don't think he Kareem Hunt is a junior, but his dad takes up my number two and my number one. What was his quote, Nick? And this is one of the most iconic. I'm I'm shocked and I'm absolutely floored that this quote is not on a T-shirt. Yes. And at the end of this long Facebook <laughs> paragraph rant that Kareem Hunt's father articulated in what's probably his unfinished basement, he types out, "Go Browns!" Hopefully. <laughs> And if we all That's haven't great. been there at some point in our life, yeah. you said go Browns, hopefully. I yeah. mean, that just proves that One Kareem's dad us. is a true Brown fan. And, and you know, Kareem grew up a true Cleveland Browns fan because he signed off his long paragraph rant with yes. go Browns, hopefully. Put it on a t-shirt, GV, please. He gets us. He gets us. All right, my number one. It's Odell's dad. Do you guys remember what it was like to be on Twitter in those like two or three days? It was just the melee online. I didn't see this one coming. I really didn't. I thought there was no way that this tweeting or Instagram would literally send him out of here. I mean, hey, man. So weird. So weird. It was everything that the New York media warned us about came true at the very bitter end. And it was ugly. It it kind of stunk up the whole rest of the season after Odell signed with the Rams and caught a couple touchdowns in garbage time and Baker still struggled. It just put a whole damper on this whole season. And it, disappointing, you know, from, from start to finish for the reason that he wanted out that – that Baker couldn't hit him, you know, so th- the reasoning was justified to the fact that the coach couldn't suppress that. And they yeah. they couldn't get out in front of it for like 72 hours. It was just out there and his dad was still commenting and he was still on the team. So 
just a top down failure. And I feel like that's really where the season started to go all the way off the rails. And that was a coordinated effort too. Sure was. In there. There's been a lot of coordinated efforts this year. Yeah, there has been off the field. It's except for winning. The the winning hasn't been too coordinated. (laughs) Like, like that's the one thing that should be coordinated. Not, not coordinating a bottle service sign, thanking the quarterback who played through a, cracked shoulder but but we coordinate instagram posts with lebron and my father okay we, we made it priorities we're done, priorities. We're done. that this season took I, I would say typical brown season takes like two or three years off your life this i say this was like six or seven yeah I'm like an average cat has like again. yeah, like an average cat has like nine lives, right? And through like the Johnny Manziel era, the Hugh Jackson era, like it was just a kitten, you know. So the cat was it was durable then, but now, man, that cat is it's gray, it's scraggly. You got a hard time brushing out the mats. How about all those guys, by the way, coming back? The Johnny no Manziel kidding. We didn't, showing yeah, the, up. The Muni you know, Derek Anderson showing up. Brandon Whedon's coming back. And then Trevor Bauer. <laughs> I mean, you had all of the old characters coming back for this one. This was yeah. like an I'm endgame good. type of deal for, for Cleveland sports. It was kind of wild. The end of times. Ah. <laughs> the Marvel photoshops just kept growing. I know. It was fantastic. Charlie Teller got into it a little bit. Never got a chance to add her to it, but yeah, all kinds of things <laughs> there at the end of the season. I, I, I'm glad this season's over because. Yeah. Oh really? Oh my gosh, that meme can only get so big. Well, they've mentally been in Cancun since like week 15. <laughs> I I so don't disagree. Now they're officially there. That's right. All right, let's move on to our featured interview of the week. Take a quick 30 second break from any Browns talk. Here we go. Mary Santora coming on. All right. On the Labatt Blue Hotline, comedian and co-host of the Alan Cox Show, Mary Santora, welcome to the Big Play Reflog Show. How are you? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. I was getting ner- I was getting dizzy watching you flip the uh, the oh phone God. around. I was like, Whoa! dude. So I just got a MacBook for Christmas, and I all I've wanted is a MacBook for years and years and years because I have an iPhone, and to like edit videos for stand up and radio, it just makes it so much easier just to like transfer everything over from your phone to your uh, to your laptop. So then I finally like get everything all set up, and then I'm like, oh apparently whatever this um website is isn't supported by macbook so i was like last minute fiddling around with everything trying to get it on my phone so i apologize for that but here we are and we're here to go we're ready very hillbilly bougie of you oh my god it's you know it's what i do best what can i say <laughs> number one on itunes and amazon how, how crazy has everything been since you released hillbilly bougie my goodness um it is so crazy to say that like that album, it really was life changing. Like my album, like you said, went to number one on iTunes and Amazon uh, on the comedy charts. And then it went to number 22 on the overall charts. So the day that my album came out, I was like above Taylor Swift. It was insane. And then uh, number five on Billboard. And so like everybody's been so supportive and the um, the pre-sales and everything that came in through the album 
allowed me to pay off my car, which was like the first time in my life that comedy wasn't a financial burden. <laughs> it's the first time in my life that comedy hasn't cost me money. So it's been pretty cool. That's awesome. I, I was looking at your pinned tweet. I was just dying laughing. Uh, a, a lot of your material seems, comes from like your own personal stories. Uh, is, is it, how difficult is it to like take your personal stories and put it into like a comedic setting? Um, it's, it can be really hard. Uh, the, the tweet you're referring to is about my father dying and, uh, that material has been really tough because when you I take bet. like really serious heartfelt, like this has affected my life type of material and try to make it funny to everybody, um, you're going to strike out. And then you get off stage and you're like, well, what the hell? What do you mean? You just wanted to have a Saturday night out and not be reminded of your own imminent death. I don't understand what your problem <laughs> is, you know, so it can be difficult, um, but the people who get it really get it. And then so you make like a different kind of a connection on that level, too. So That's so, cool. you were recently on Larry, the cable guy's show. Yeah, uh, actually, just a couple of days ago over the weekend, he does um, on Sirius XM. They have this uh, channel, a comedy channel called the Comedy Roundup, and it's Larry, the cable guy and Jeff Foxworthy. And my album gets a lot of love on there. Um, and so they had me on and interviewed me for their weekly roundup show, which was Pretty cool because it was like, I, I'm at a weird point in my career. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, to date, that is probably the biggest celebrity I've ever met. And I got to be on like a weekly celebrity talk show, but it's on a streaming service that I can't afford. <laughs> you know, So it's a very strange place to be. Bigger honor being on that show or this show right now, Mary? Oh, this show, hands down. Thank you. No, no questions asked. You, uh, <laughs> you also did a show here recently where you talked about uh, the greatest Super Bowl commercials of all time, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, with Megan Gailey and CJ Toledo. They're two of the nicest, sweetest people you'll ever meet. They're comedians out in L.A. So a month from now or a few weeks from now, when we get to the Super Bowl, we're watching the commercials. What 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 makes a really good Super Bowl commercial in your mind? I, I mean, funny. It's got to be funny. It's got to be weird enough that you're not going to forget it. And then, like, like the puppy baby monkey one. Or I knew that was, was going to come up. Yes, yeah. because it's you like, say it's weird. So That's the first weird. thing that comes to mind. Yeah. And it was for, I still remember that it was for like Mountain Dew. And I was like, oh, only because it's so abstract. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that it has to be just weird enough. Like the one, the Jason Momoa one, where he's like stripping yes. off all of his muscles as he walks right. in. Like, those are fantastic and they're really funny too. So, mine are like weird and funny are the two things that I need out of a Super Bowl ad. No, I don't know. Go ahead, Nick. If, if you could write a Super Bowl ad for any product and make it funny, what would it be? What oh product? Oh my goodness! What product? Yeah, I would. I would want to take code red. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I would want to take something really mundane, like something that people use every, like toilet brushes or something like that. Like something that you're like, oh, you know what? I never have brought a, a Brita filter before. I should look into that. <laughs> Love it. So, so bringing it back to our Cleveland Browns, I, I assume, are you a Browns fan? I am. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Was I supposed to wear Browns jerseys? What? No, no, I no, mean, no. I went with no, Cleveland, no. but I can, I can, I have, I have 400 Browns things that I could put on, but no, I don't know. Are you one of those? <laughs> Let's take a break with that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm okay with just repping the city for right now. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Baker Mayfield right now? Oh my God. I mean, it's the same thing everybody's been saying. I wish he would have just taken the time off when it was necessary because we have an, yeah. uh, as we've seen time and time again, Case Keenum is more than qualified to do the job in a pinch. It's not something that it's just frustrating to me because it's like, Oh, 
now all of a sudden, after you've had bad week after bad week after bad week, and you make these poor decisions, now all of a sudden it's like, oh, guys, I have to go have surgery. And it's like, yeah, seven weeks ago, this would have been a great revelation for you to have, you know? So I'm frustrated. I understand. Um, I guess I understand. I don't really understand, (laughs) to be honest with you, but... I don't know. It's very aggravating to know what we could have had this season and then what we ended up with, you know? What do you think of Baker's commercials? Now that's a question. Oh, there you go. I honestly, I really like them. I think they're creative. I think they're funny. Um, The Hulu ads when they were like, Hulu's paying me a bunch of money to tell you that they have live sports. I'm like, I mean, it's honest, (laughs) you know, like that's one way to do it. I do like the at home with Baker Mayfield though. I think that's really fun. Way better if he's not throwing a pick and then it cuts to commercial. God, that, a, you know what, yeah, though? That would actually, if we're going to stick with the honesty thing, that would make more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Cleveland fans, true Cleveland fans, would be like, now we're talking. That's what it is. I don't want to see you handing out nachos or whatever it was for uh, Halloween. Why don't you show us what's going on in the uh, in the locker room at halftime? <laughs> All right. Now we were doing our, our power rank Monday earlier, and we were all kind of struggling coming up with memorable moments from this season. Was there anything that like stuck out for you? Cause I, you know, we're so used to these Brown seasons where you have something weird, you know, helmet throws, just bizarre bottle gate, something happening over the course of the year that, you know, that you're going to look back on in a few years and go, Oh yeah, I remember that one very well. There really wasn't a whole lot to me. Was there anything that stuck out to you? Um, that's hard, man. Cause you're right. There wasn't any like Cleveland moment in what? that, in that sense, yeah. other than, you know, our, our quarterback being so stubborn that he cost us the season. Um, that's pretty <laughs> Cleveland. If you ask me, uh, it's hard. That's a hard question. I wish I would have more time to think about that, but, um, we I didn't mean, really maybe- have like a guy kick someone in the head and then get busted with a shoe. 300 pounds of marijuana. Yeah. Two weeks ago, they that's, took, that's yeah. a point in the season where we're just throwing shoes. I mean, that's, and that's it. And it didn't make the list. It did. No, that's a good one. That's a good. Yeah. We'll have to add that one to the big list in the sky. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other moments that were just like, what is happening here? But even the ones that are coming to my mind, I think were last year. When did we, that crazy game against the Steelers. I had a panic attack in the playoff game against the Steelers last year. Like with legitimately, the, I couldn't the at the beginning. The yes. At the beginning, because it was, it was going so, so well, you didn't know how to like handle so it. intense where it was just yeah. like, they snapped over his head and they're doing all this. And then like the whole first quarter, I was like, couldn't control my breathing because I was so worked up. And my boyfriend yeah. was just like, you are not made for playoff football. I'm like, yeah, clearly I've never, I've never experienced this before. Like this is too much. Yeah, our tolerances aren't exactly built up from watching years and years of playoff football right. around here. We're not ready for the excitement. You give us one playoff game, we're on the floor. I'm sorry. It's wild. Yeah, it's so true. So true. So do you follow any other sports really closely? Do you follow the Cavs? Do you follow the uh, the now Guardians at all? Um, so football is definitely far and away my favorite sport. I love watching it. I, sure. I, I'm sorry. Because you are a Clevelander. I mean, that makes sense. I am sense. a Clevelander, yes. Yeah. I cheered for football um, all through from middle school through college. I also cheered for basketball, but 
I am in a very small percentage of people who thinks that basketball is boring. And I know I get so Nick. much crap for it all the time. But to <laughs> me, I cannot stand watching a basketball game because everyone's like, oh, my God, it's like the most fast paced. You're right. It's this. It's that. It's like it's always back and forth and they're taking threes and they're doing this. I'm like, I feel like I could watch the last two minutes of a basketball game and see everything that I need to see. And you're right, especially when it comes to the NBA. You're absolutely right. It's but just have- not interesting to me at all. Nick, Nick is just in the top right crying. Yeah, don't worry. I'm all right. No, I, I'm all right. He's one of the heard, younger crew, you know. I've heard that. Yeah, he's all yeah. about the basketball, you know. I, can't, I just can't get into it. 2016? I, I mean, we won No, I know. And that must when, have felt good. Did you watch, like, the last two minutes of Game 7? If so you did, that was right. a fun two a minutes. Nice like, block and a good shot by Kyrie. Hey, we won. Yay. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, so I was actually bartending at the time. I was still a bartender, and I was working downtown Cleveland. And it was insanity. It was, there was not a moment of anything to have to myself. So I was like taking off drink tickets, like entire, like longer than my body, wrapping them around my neck. We had two call offs that day. So there were three bartenders. We were like four deep at the bar. We're making all the drinks for everybody. It was absolute insanity. So no, I did not, uh, I did not watch much of that game. I hope you had a legendary tip at the end of the night for that. I don't even want to talk about it, man. I on the day. Oh no, that was the day of the Cavs parade. Never mind. Yes, the day of Game Seven was insane. Uh, I had like a little section of the bar because I was making all the drink tickets for the servers, and there was a small section of the bar by me. That when I was done, they all started chanting MVP for me because I was working so crazy and so fast. We ran out of ice. We ran out of glassware. Like it was just an absolute insane day. That was a great day. I did make very very good tips that day. But you said the Cavs parade then. You didn't make anything. Everybody was just taking it all back then? No, that had nothing to do with the um, with the customers. Uh, I had an issue with management where we oh. were just so busy from start to finish with no breaks that we were taking our tip money and like putting it into bags and then labeling the bags. Because every time a new bartender came on, we would have to split the tips, right? So I would take these and be like, okay, this one is for Mary, Jason, and Brian, right? And then that would be a bag that went in the office. And then the next one would be like, this is Mary, Bray, Jason, Brian, and Sarah. And then that one would go in the office. And we had a manager visiting from another store who didn't know that that was tip money. And they thought it was overflow from our cash registers. Oh, so they took oh. all of that money, put it all together, oh. and put it in the safe. So nobody knew how much money anybody actually made that day. So what we had to do was we had to pool all of our tips from the entire day and then split it amongst how many hours you worked. It was, I I almost quit my job that day. I was cussing out my regional manager. I was furious because I was like the busiest part of the day from 6 a.m. until 2 p.m. when I worked, I made less money than the people who came in and worked from 2 a.m. or 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. because they technically worked more hours. And I was like, I was absolutely the most infuriating situation I've probably ever been in. Well, you know what? Now you're number one on the chart. <laughs> it all paid off in the end. And I don't have anybody shaking empty glasses of ice at me or anything. So. <laughs> Mary, how is uh, the, the Cleveland comedy scene nowadays? Now we're kind of getting out of COVID, but you know, not really. But where, where's the best places to kind of go for comedy? And I see your videos on Instagram. Where where have you been performing? 
So around Cleveland, uh, Hilarities is is the you know the grand poobah around there. It's it's been around forever. It's amazing. Honestly, it is one of the best clubs in the country. I travel all over the place, and Hilarities, it's like you're not going to find anywhere like it. It's a state of the art, top notch, amazing food. They bring in like the best comics from all over the country. It's really really fantastic. So if you're looking to see professional comedy, I can't recommend Hilarities enough. That's where I taped my album. A lot of the videos that you see, anytime you see me in a cheetah print shirt, that's from Hilarities from my album taping. <laughs> <Nice>. um, <laughs> so that's fantastic. If you're looking for more of like an independent scene, um, Bill Squire actually runs great shows. He's another co-host of the Alan Cox show. He runs a show at High and Dry in Tremont um, every Thursday. That's awesome. There's, there's shows in Lakewood. There's pop-up shows. Um, so there's plenty of places to see independent comedy. And then there's also open mics. So if you want to see someone like me who has had some minute amount of success go and bomb for seven minutes at Lakewood Village Tavern. You can see that every Wednesday. <laughs> so there's um, there's all kinds of places to do stand-up around town, and it, it's really wonderful. Traveling, traveling around the country, is there is there a spot or is there uh, some some areas of the country that's easier to do comedy in than others? Easier is a sliding scale, right. <laughs> to be honest right. with you. I, it's it's kind of like when I go to a place like Portland, I know what I'm going to get. I know that's a very liberal, very open-minded type of place, but they also get very weird if you use certain words or whatever it might be. So you kind of have to watch yourself sometimes, right? If you go to a place like Texas, you know what it's going to be. They're not going to be as offended about things, but if you say one thing about Jesus, you're getting thrown you're out gone. on the street, you're you know? Yeah. Um, so there's certain parts you of the country- You get canceled for different reasons. Yes, yes. You have to watch what you say, but for definitely for different reasons. Um so there's definitely different parts of the country like that where you can kind of get a feel for what you're going to do. I personally love performing in small towns. I love it. Like when I go and I do a one-nighter at a bar in the middle of Iowa because it's an event. Like this town gets no entertainment. They have no other options. It's kind of like my dating life where it's just like, hey, what what else are you going to do? You know, that's how I ended up with my guys. Like where, where are you going to go? It's a pandemic. This is the best you can do. Um but you go there and it's like the whole town comes out, 500 people, everyone who lives in this town, everybody knows each other. They just want to have a good time. And those people are usually really drunk, but so much fun where it's just like, you're a celebrity. They're buying all your merch. You're like, they're the funniest person I've ever seen. Like those types of, of crowds are always, always down for fun. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, we're going to wrap it up. We sure. greatly appreciate you coming on. Um, those who want to support a local Clevelander in the comedy scene, what is the easiest way? Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Mary Santora Comedy. You can follow me on Twitter at Mary underscore Santora. You can listen to the Alan Cox Show every day on 100.7 WMMS or anywhere for free on the iHeartRadio app. Oh, and MarySantora.com has all my tour dates. Sorry. <laughs> yes, there it is. The elevator, <laughs> pitch. The elevator pitch was done. Very yeah. well. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Go Browns. Go Browns. <laughs> Thanks, Mary. Thanks, Mary. That was fantastic. <laughs> all right. Good stuff from Mary. She's great. Yeah. Yeah, isn't she? I love that. Love being able there's to. A, there's of... a lot of good Cleveland comics, Cleveland comedy scene here locally. There is, and people like, don't realize it. 
they really don't realize. That's kind of why I ask. Like, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I've been to hilarities, um, sure. but I there performed are... at hilarities. Did you know that, Dave? I, I did know that. Wait, what? Yes. At, what? I did. I did. Mike Polk and I. It was an evening. Oh, with that's Mike right. Polk and Reflog. And yes. <laughs> so, I've, in fact, I've got the ticket still on the wall over here. But yeah, I wasn't going to bring it up. I didn't want to embarrass anybody. But yeah, I've, I've, <laughs> I've played that club. <laughs> all right let's try to give away some free beer and a gv art shirt what do you say let's do it we need it to. is time for who wants to be a billionaire calves edition Each week, one contestant gets their chance to add is the Cavs trivia. Now we're moving on from Browns. Woo! Uh, we are starting meter, a- baby. Right? Let's go. Where is it? I'm bought in on it now. Let's go. Hey, no, I will say what the Cavs cut Taco Fall. Yeah, I uh, will get to that. That's, that's a prime time headline, Nick. That dampered my fun meter a little bit. I agree. Though. I that's agree. Fun. They went from fun to kind of fun. On yeah, that. yeah, definitely. I down the meter for me who bought his sons some fantastic taco fall jerseys for Christmas just a week and a half ago. Yeah. All right. So this is how it works. You get cash for a six pack, you get cash for a 12 pack, you get cash for a case of Labatt blue light. And one final question, take home the case and a GV art shirt. This week we welcome in Dom Conti. Dom, welcome to who wants to be a billionaire, sir. How are you? Oh, I think you're on mute. Uh, uh, nope, just let him go. This is working. Uh-oh. Can't hear you. Still can't hear you. Nothing. Technical difficulties on Big Play Reflog. Yeah, you're and good. You know, you know he's not Googling yet because he doesn't have a good rock star for the Indians. And he knocks one down. A three-pointer is good. <laughs> Play a little audio from last night. You guys Chris, didn't what, catch what, what, what was that? So the Cavs were playing Golden State last night. We were on NBA right. TV, so that was the national guys. And you can listen to Garland. There is Garland, the rock star for the Indians, and he knocks one down. The three pointer is good. A rock star, Garland, for the who? rock star for the Indians. Rock star for the Indians. Yes. The Cavs haven't been in primetime in so long that the announcers don't even know that the name is is the Cavs, the Cavaliers. It's the Guardians. Come on. <laughs> All right. So since Nick brought it up and waiting for Dom to come back, uh, Chris, yeah. thoughts, initial reaction to Taco <laughs> Fall getting cut. Uh, you know, what's funny is I was telling my kids about it and I expected my boys to kind of be upset. And I, I don't think they understand how jerseys work, which is kind of fun. Because they were like, well, thank God we got the jerseys when we did, huh? Like, yeah, that's exactly right. Sure. Oh, yeah, because as soon as you get rid of a guy, those jerseys are all gone. You can't get them anyway. <laughs> so it was great. So now they're even more pumped about having these jerseys. And and from what I hear, now, Nick, you're the basketball guy. You're the resident basketball expert. Are, are we going to bring him back on some kind of a practice team deal or something? I had heard that floated out there. I don't know how rosters necessarily work in the NBA. 
He's yeah, the, the Johnny Stanton of the camp. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's, it's definitely possible. And now, like, with the COVID season that's that's happening yeah. again, like, there's all kind of more, you know, exceptions where you, you get a couple guys with COVID and you could start signing these guys off the street to, to 10-day hardship deals at a time. So hardship deal, hardship deal. Then you could just turn that into a two-way contract where – you know, you're sending a guy to the charge and to the Cavs, depending on the night. So, yeah, it's not all over for Taco in Cleveland, but I mean, gotta yeah, let's just give him back up. We got to give him back. Bring, bring, back, bring back Taco. Bring it up. Hashtag. Uh, should we start a hashtag? Should we get hashtag, that trending? Bring back hashtag Taco. Bring back Taco. Yes. Taco tomorrow. Taco Tuesday, baby. Let's go. All right, we'll get it let's out. There a good one. All right, Dom, let's see if we can hear him. Drum roll, you guys. Hear me? Oh, awesome. Awesome. We are in business. Perfect. All right, man. A lot on the line here. Uh, if you get stuck in Cavs trivia, who wants to be a billionaire? You can phone a friend, call him on speaker. We'll read the question. They've got five seconds to answer it. Okay. How confident are you in Cavs trivia? We haven't even looked at these questions. You know, that's a very good question. Uh, I think that depends on the era. Um, if we're talking 70s and 80s, it might not be as good, but I'd like to think I know lebron era to what we're dealing with today so um but like you guys pissed about the browns excited about the Cavs. um so i'm ready to get this started yeah what a, questions. what a weird year i think he's got a puncher's chance here dave yeah i looked at the questions i looked at okay. the answers and i feel pretty confident here okay i, I, I like to hear do, that i could well, do well dave, let me find some music here we go all right question one for cash for a six-pack of labette which year <laughs> All right. did the Cavs win their only title in franchise history? It's a real thinker. It's a real thinker. Um, but I'm going to have to go with 2016 on that one. That is correct. Dave, who, who wrote the hint in here? You read uh, that hint. <laughs> so if you were to ask for a hint, this was the hint you were going to get. It was the si- oh jeez come on yeah I mean dollar dog Nick I'm reading that bringing the show down we need a Nick new show says it was the same year the Indians blew a three one lead to the Cubs like that's tough that. that's we tough didn't need that come on come on Nick get better I know yeah, I know all right Tom would you like to move on for cash for a twelve pack absolutely absolutely question number two for cash for a twelve pack of Labatt the Cavs are playing the Sacramento Kings tonight. 10 o'clock in about 15 minutes. Which current Kings player infamously said the East runs through Cleveland the year after Ron left the Cavs? Um, That's got to be my boys all up in the news right now with Chloe, uh, Tristan Thompson. (laughs) He he just read the hint, too. Is that that what it says? No. Well, the answer (laughs) is correct. Ding, ding. Tristan Thompson. The hint says he's been in the news a lot lately for cheating on a (laughs) Kingston. Like, almost oh, the way man. you said it, too. Do you have the same script that I'm reading off of? I, I wish I did, but I just uh, thought it was a supporter of his, but, you know, we moved on from that, so. <laughs> two for two so far. Well done. Do you want to go for number three here? Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm thirsty. I think I'm thirsty. Nick, I'm going to throw it over to you. Question three. All right, and we got a doable one, guys, for question okay. number three for cash for a 24-pack of Labatt. When LeBron returned to Cleveland in 2014, the Cavs created a big three by trading for Kevin Love. 
Mm-hmm. Which number one overall pick did they trade to Minnesota in exchange for Kevin Love? Technically, I think they traded two. Um, they the did. one from that year was Anthony Bennett, but they also threw in Wiggins, who was the number one pick from the year before, I think. Wow, style points. Extra credit, yeah. That yeah. is correct. It was a big trade for us. I love, love Kevin Love. Great guy for the city. Heck yeah. I still remember when they had Wiggins on ESPN, like, he he didn't know like where he was gonna be, and they're just like asking him the weirdest questions live. And <laughs> this like twenty year old kid, I'm like, I feel so bad for this dude. Yeah, they did that with yeah. they did that with Sexton, where they were like, give give LeBron your pitch to stay, and he was like, come on, dude, please stay. Like, that <laughs> I've been here for a season. <laughs> oh man, are right, you are cruising through these? Feeling good, feeling good. Case of Labatt Blue cash for it and a GV art shirt. Would you like to move on? Before you do, I'm going to let you know this is a little bit more historic than the last three. I think that's all right. I think we're going to roll. I think we're going to roll. Heck yeah, I have let's confidence do in him. I have confidence in him. I do too. Yeah. I'd like to hear that. Right. Question four. The last time the Cavs had a winning record without LeBron was in 1998. Who was the leading scorer on that team? Ooh, ooh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Think, uh, think through, 98. 98, 98. I think I might have to use my lifeline here. Okay, who are you All calling? Right. Uh, I think my, hopefully my dad knows the answer to this question, um, but I guess we'll give it a shot. I'll bet your dad knows. Um, Got it. All right, so let's see. Oh, yeah, you're on your phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, is he going to be able to do it? This is a first. If I exit, or let's see. You know, he could give me the number. I could do it through my board. Oh, you could make the phone call. I could make the phone call and go Bluetooth through the board. Am I, am I back? You are back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, is that does that work? Yeah, you want us to call your dad? <laughs> yeah, say, yeah, I know it's a little. <laughs> don't little say the number. Succession. This is Succession. Do you watch Succession? How's he going to get uh, the number? Yeah. Though? A little type, bit. Uh, Dom, type his number in the uh, the, the in the thing? private comments there. Uh, okay. He's a private, private chat. chat. Right, here we go. Of course, whether your dad picks up, that's good. <laughs> yeah, he's on West Coast. I t- I told him to be ready, so I think he's ready. <laughs> gonna get a weird number are you gonna call him or do you want me to dave um if i you could send it through your board if you have your phone there i don't know if you yeah, yeah i'm on my bluetooth. phone you can bluetooth it no through way. all right i gotta stop the epic music hold on oh man we lost the music yeah do you want to call and i'll keep with the music i feel like we need the epic music i, I feel like we do too but you got to give me the number without giving it out to everybody on the air we'll just look it up he put it in the chat I don't, we have a chat? <laughs> chat. Yeah, dude. On the right-hand side, you just see private chat. Private chat. I wrote here, and then he wrote I the literally phone. don't know. I never knew we had a chat. Oh, there it is. I see on here. Yeah. That. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just sent, what's up, Chris? Oh, I see. You, you guys have been talking crap this whole time in a private chat that I didn't know anything about. I just complain about the baseball card segment. We just rip Chris in the private chat. All right. I'm going to try this. Let's see if this works. Hopefully it picks up. What's his name? Uh, Chris. Mr. Conscious. Chris. Asking about his car insurance. 
car warranty. Uh-oh. Hi, this is Chris Conti with Landcore oh. Partners. Sorry. Oh, went to yeah. voicemail. No. Oh. Um, text him real quick. All right, I'll, I'll, I'm going to shoot him a text real quick. All right, we're going to hang on. Text. Tell him a weird number is calling him. There's no way that I wouldn't have picked up. The... No. I get like 50 spam calls a day. I really. Call uh, I'm not even going to. I'm not even first warranty has expired. <laughs> Would you be interested in extending that warranty? Welcome to Movie Phone. <laughs> well, why don't you just tell me what movie you want to see? <laughs> Oh, this is fantastic. I get the extended warranty all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, here we go. All right, all right, text. text is in. Did he text you back and say, okay, <laughs> on the West Coast? I, I he, Hopefully he saw it because I texted him earlier that I was going to be doing this. He said, I got I got my phone at the ready. So mm-hmm. Nice. All right, so let's think this through. 98, <laughs> a leading score for the Cavs, only winning record without LeBron. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of some of those older guys who might have played with LeBron in his first couple seasons. Um, but okay, he said, "Oh, we got the okay, we got the okay." Okay, Here we go, Chris. Dial it up again. Two point Hello, Chris. Hi there. Hello, this is Chris McNeil with the Big Play Reflog Show. I've got your son here. Can you hear me? Hey, Chris, how are you? Good, good. We are on question number four. This is for everything. Dave, you want to? Yes, he's doing very, very well. Dave, you want to read it? Sure, Chris. uh, By the way, though, I think when you call random people, you should introduce yourself as (laughs) Reflog. This is Reflog. Just call for backwards. Uh, All right, Chris, can you hear me? I sure can. All right, this is question four. This is for a 24-pack of Labatt, and a GV Art shirt. The last time the Cavs had a winning record without LeBron was in 1998. Who was the leading scorer on that team? 1998. Um, Terrell Brandon. Think larger. <laughs> All right, we're going to give you guys one hint. Father-son duo, we love it. Yeah. Here's your hint. He put on like 100 pounds oh, instantly. I got him. I got him. Sean, Sean Kemp. The rain wow. man. Dom, would you like to go with Sean Kemp? I think that sounds like the right answer. Woo! We have All a right. Well done. Woo! <laughs> Great clue, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> We never got either that or sired seventeen children. One of the two. <laughs> Sean Kemp is my Nailed father. It. Well Nailed done, it. gentlemen. Well done. Thank you. And thanks for picking up. Your son appreciates. Hey, guys. Hey, you Chris, guys. Chris, real quick, any predictions on the Cavs this season? Do you think we make the playoffs? I do. Oh, I definitely think we make the playoffs. Uh, Dom has been. Uh, pulling me into uh, all the achievements of this team. Good little squad they got going. Fun to watch. It's a nice uh, reprise from watching the Browns, for yeah. sure. Yep. Yep. He said the key word there, folks. Fun. <laughs> fun. Excellent. Thank you, Chris, and good work. Take care, boys. 
Way to go, right. Dad. All wow. right. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Woo! Dom, well done, sir. You take home the Labatt and the GV Art shirt. Well Love done. to hear it. Love to hear it. Appreciate it, guys. Is that our first winner of the year? Did he? Did we win last week? Uh, no, we got a winner last last week. Oh, with a, two, a two for two. Two in a row. Keep the going. Keep the streak going. Wow. Heck yeah. Fantastic. All right, man. Any predictions for this Cavs team? Or if you want to say anything about the Browns before we wrap it up. <laughs> Oh, I can say a million things about that, but um, Cavs team, like I said, I, I'm super excited for them. Um, I, I really think they're go, about to go out and get one more piece uh, in the trade this season. Um, not sure who that's going to be. Hopefully a guard who can get us a little bit more scoring on the wing, but um, I could see them definitely making the playoffs. I love Garland, love Jared Allen, love Mobley. I think they're going to be around for a long time. So, um, And then in terms of the Browns, I will always be a Browns fan. Please, and I, I think I tweeted it, this at uh, Reflog the other day, but please, please just give me a quarterback who can get the ball over the line of scrimmage without it getting batted down 50% of the time. That's all I ask for. That's all I ask for. It's a you fair don't ride ass. with six, huh? I, I, if he's got, if he's, if they're going to give him one more year, I think I'm going to give him one more year. Yeah, um, pretty much I did find out today that Aaron Rodgers is only an inch taller than Baker. So that just makes me feel a little bit worse about the whole situation. Um, <laughs> but uh, if he, if he really needs that surgery and it can get him back to 11 and five or better, uh, I say give him a go. So Adam adds another inch to his height as well. So yeah, please put him on stilts or something. I don't know. There you go. There you go. Well done, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the night. Let's go Cavs. Go Let's Cavs. Go. Go Cavs. Nice work, man. Nice work. Nice, Tom. Good stuff. Fantastic. Man, the first, the first like homegrown big play lifeline where we've pulled somebody up into the show. That's a great way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It comes through crystal clear. Yeah. This board, I'll tell you, now that I've had it for a year and a half, I'm finally using it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? We'll need to use it again now, though, because guess what I got, boys? Oh, no. Oh, no. Football season's over for us. Oh, that means the... baseball cards are back, Nick. The Browns. It is the offseason. Oh, the Browns couldn't have won a couple more weeks to get Gab into this chair and and let her do some baseball cards. I don't think I have a graphic for baseball cards anymore. I'll I'll get one for next week. So, Dave, for our inaugural 2022 baseball card matchup, I've got two packs here. I've got 1990 upper deck in my right hand, and I've got 1992 leaf set baseball in my left solid gold there yeah i'm going solid gold there you go the solid gold i will say it's a nice looking pack it is a nice looking pack no gum though that's 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 good here we go starting off our first pack of the year with vince horseman left-handed pitcher from your oakland athletics no we got julio valera Jose Melendez. Johnny Yu. Yes, baseball cards are back. Johnny Yu's, by the way, he is a big play <laughs> fan who dropped off baseball cards. That is fantastic. Through the house. They're sitting upstairs in the studio. Not house, studio. Um, so we will be getting to those, Johnny Yu. We will get to those next week. Jeff Schaefer, infielder, Mariners. Sid Fernandez, left-handed pitcher from the Mets. 
Troy Afner, catcher from the Reds. Boy, this is a great pack. This Dave. is a horrible mistake. Rick Cerrone, catcher, Expos. Hey, Terry Mulholland, left-handed pitcher, Phillies. That's not bad. That's a spite, a spite confidence there. Yeah. Andy Stinkowitz, second baseman from the Yankees. Doug Strange. I remember Doug Strange, third Doug baseman Strange, yeah. from the Cubs. Lance Parrish. That's not bad. Lance Parrish from the Angels. Dave, you're going to have to start selling me here. Wow. Here's a run, though. Greg Vaughn. That's not yes. bad. Right. Nick, that's Greg a Vaughn's really, really good card. That's, no yeah. That's a here's name one. This, oh, no. These last two are going to blow your mind. Yes. These are going to blow your mind. The first one, Brady Anderson. And I don't know if you can see that picture. I don't know what he's doing. He's fouling off a ball. And for <laughs> some reason, they decided to keep that. Does he have sideburns? I don't know. But you know what he did do is do a whole lot of steroids and hit a lot of long balls for about Heck one yeah. season. That's and a the last one, inexplicably as well, this is a picture of him bunting a DH from the Indians by the name of Albert Bell. Oh! Wait, are, are, are Albert Bell's wild? Oh, I think yeah. No, Julio Franco's wild. Oh, yeah, Julio, Julio Franco's wild. wild. Albert Bell. So I assume. Wow, what a pull! And he's bunting. How great is that bunting? <laughs> Albert Bell bunting. That's gonna be a rare card. Yeah, ever bunting. That that could be worth some money. I know. I'm gonna pay for one of the kids' college with that. All <laughs> right. Who do you want to go with him? I'm you going to Albert and Greg Vaughn. And Greg Vaughn. That's probably the best. I like it. That's the best combo you could probably do right there. That's well done. Coming from behind, Albert Bell bunting. You guys That's remember? Legendary. You guys remember Mo Vaughn? He won oh, yeah. MVP. Um, Over Albert Bell. Yeah. Do we he, remember Mo Vaughn? Get out of here. Now. He attended one of my high school basketball games. He was good friends with my coach and sat courtside at a high school basketball game. He was a big dude. He was. I have a picture with him. You should see how big he looks compared to me. This I don't have to just watch you and Phil Taylor's show. <laughs> True. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything I can pull here to beat the Albert Bell bunting, but here we go. There's no way. Well, I've got Tom Foley from the Expos. Oh, Bobby Bonilla would do you wonders, Chris. It'd be Mike Aldretti from the Expos. Hey, here's not bad. Andre Dawson from the Cubs. That's a good card. Not bad. Tom Gordon from the Royals. Herm Winningham from the Reds. Doesn't do much for me. Does it do anything nope. for you, Dave? Not much. Nope. Rick Rona, Rick Rona, Rick Rona, Ricky Rona, Ricky Rona from the Cubs. Nope. Henry Cotto, Henry Cotto from the Look at that mustache. I see that mustache from here. Mike Davis with fantastic. Look at those glasses. That's just well done. Nice. All right. This has got to improve. Danny yep. Jackson from the Reds. That's not going to get me there. No. Wally Backman from the Twins. Also not going to get me there. Nope. Eric Hetzel from the Red Sox. Once again, not going to get me there. Gino Petrelli, Randy Nosek. Are these real people? Kirby Puckett. Kirby Puckett is. Oh, Kirby's a good card. And he's spectacular. And Scott Scudder. Scott Scudder. So I'm going to go Kirby Puckett and I don't know, pick a card randomly. Let's see here. Rick Corona. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. You had a decent one in there at the beginning. Towards the beginning. That's what I'm looking for. All loop. right, Dave wins. Maybe it fell on the ground or something. Yeah, I definitely won. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great pickup, though, there. 
It was. I the Albert Bell bunting. I mean, what do you do? There's oh Andre Dawson was the other one. I you gotta frame that Albert Bell bunting. The Albert Bell bunting, Greg Vaughn versus Andre Dawson, Kirby Pocket. Nick, who wins today? We got Albert Bell bunting is going to Albert be the big Bell bunting. That goes immediately yeah. into the Hall of Fame. That's a way to start off 2022 <laughs> baseball cards. Yeah. Didn't Kirby Puckett go blind he after did. getting hit by Dennis Martinez? Was that it? Did I, I make it that up? I thought it had more to do with his diet or something with diabetes. I don't. I, I'm serious on that one. I, but I'm, I don't know. Thanks, Johnny. I, I gotta look that up. I don't know why that uh, is rang a bell. But hey, feels good to get a win, especially when when I pick the cards and I win. That makes me feel better as opposed to what I just. And your win was clutch. It came down to the la- literal last card. Yeah, had the Brady Anderson fouling off a pitch and then Albert Bell bunting. Oh, that's going to be one of those legendary. That's more legendary than anything that happened this Brown season, I think. Yes. Albert Bell bunting. That's what I'll remember from this Brown season. Let's take a quick look at headlines. <laughs> Cleveland Headlines brought to you by TSE Cleveland. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel to be eligible each week for a giveaway. Uh, We have given away a ton of signed Cleveland memorabilia. Keep a lookout for more promotions in the coming weeks. Uh, Looks like no winner this week. Dollar Dog Nick must have forgotten to do it. Was it me this time? All right, we will get a giveaway next week. Uh, Chris, we talked about this very briefly. The Cavs wave Taco Fall. Yeah, that was rough. That was that rough. Was rough. Uh, the fun I meter. Your, I love your kids. Your kids' reaction, though. Yeah, good thing we got those jerseys, Dad. That's good right. thing. Good thing. <laughs> so no, hopefully, he comes back. We're did you break the news to them, or was it? Did, did they see on the internet? You, yeah. No, no, I did. Yeah. That's that's not the kind of thing that really made Sports Center. So it's not going to be headline type of news. So I had to kind of break it to him. You know, Taco Fall has more Instagram followers than Baker Mayfield. Wow, wow. there's cool. a stat. Yeah, Taco that's Fall is one of like stats right yeah, there. One of the most followed athletes, Taco Fall. No kidding. I just don't like my franchise quarterback not having more <laughs> followers <laughs> than Taco and the last guy off the bench for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh God. I mean, that's when when Taco went into the game, it was awesome because not it only was. do you get to see this this specimen of a human out on the basketball floor, but you know that the Cavs not only won, but they also covered, which which right. is just two beautiful things happening at once. So man, it's it's just a bummer that Taco Fall has moved on to uh, just just being tall now and, and not a member of the Cleveland Cavaliers. But Boomerang, he's coming back. Boomerang, I, I hope so. I really hope so. Let's go. Yeah, bring back uh, Taco. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. We didn't talk about this yet. Doug Deacon, fifty years Man. with the Browns. Yeah, how incredible is that? Who Deacon, takes that job? Great shirt, by the way, to commemorate that. Um, yeah, fourteen seasons with the Browns, right into radio. Tough, tough replacement there. I loved Doug Deacon. He, I thought he did a phenomenal job. Who would you like to see replace Deacon in the booth, Chris? Some Uh-oh. some suggestions out there from fans yeah. of like Joe Thomas, Tim Couch, Ken Carmichael, Josh Cribs, Bernie. 
Mine's Bernie. Yours is Bernie. Yeah. Remember when Bernie did yeah. that preseason game against the Rams, and he was so brutally honest. I think yes. they dragged him out of the That's television well. booth, where he was. He was like, "These Rams receivers are awful." Like, I, people thought he was like intoxicated, but I, I think he was just speaking from his heart. And that's what made Doug Deacon so great is when yes. the Browns would screw up, and he would just let out a. Oh, like you just wouldn't be able to believe it or like there would be like a false start and he'd just go oh you can't have that jim i think joe thomas would be fun but you know what they should do He's not taking that job no no i don't think so either let Put fans do vote. It. yeah let no let the fans or let the fans <laughs> vote on it let the fans vote on who's gonna take that spot i mean should I we also see- let the fans vote and call plays that's right. Well, I would just buy votes. Well, we're going to end up with like Peyton Hillis back in the chair. <laughs> the fans, right? Or people would bring back. So people would bring back like somebody so obscure. Like, well, if it's not Phil Dawson, it's going to be either Phil Dawson or the field. I think really. Well, Phil Dawson yeah. now is a, is a congratulations head coach. Phil Dawson just picked yeah, up a high very- school head coaching job. So. I don't know if that takes old Phil out of the running. He's got some some of his own business to take care of. Oh, he can coach season. on Friday yeah, and then call not, a game on Sunday. No problem. With the uh, the Marvel Browns <laughs> quote tweets, former quarterbacks, which former quarterback would you like in the booth? Charlie Whitehurst, clipboard Jesus. Wow. Clipboard Jesus, yeah. There That's you go. pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, you got to go. I mean, wild card, go Johnny Manziel. That'd be a lot of fun. I That'd think it would be fun right there. I mean, you wouldn't know what to expect game to game. Holy crap. No. Uh, it would be must listen. I mean, forget about watching games on TV anymore. I would be listening to every single game just to hear that train wreck. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm sure they're probably going to find somebody kind of boring internal, unfortunately. But I hope they get somebody that's a legitimate color commentator, somebody who can add something to the game yeah. and also add something different, you know? And I, yeah. I think that that gets missed sometimes when they do these replacements, they want to go for a safe choice. Well, don't go for a safe choice, go for somebody who's interesting or, you know, go for the Bernie Kosars. I know, you know, nationally, they don't think as highly of them, but my God, no one breaks down a game like Bernie Kosar. Right. He is fantastic on pregame and I don't care about his voice. And I don't care about all that stuff. I just want somebody who's knowledgeable, who can give me some information or be totally uh, just just so um, you know crazy crazy and and so give me either Johnny Mansell or Bernie Kosar those are the two options I'm looking for and I feel like Chris to that point like Jim Donovan brings so much energy to yeah. every call just because he's a diehard Browns fan that like Jim and Doug were the ultimate equalizers because Jim would be like out of his seat over a field goal and in like a 33 to three game and Doug would just be like there you know Eat to break pretzel. down what happened Eat yeah so like pretzel, so. I, I'll definitely miss that dynamic here's one what if they toss Nathan's uh. Zagura up there and then put somebody else on the field. Then you got too much energy. You got way too much energy. There's a lot no of optimism. Way. I do Ooh. love Nathan Zagura though. Oh, I do too, but yeah. you can't put them both together. I mean, that'd be exhausting. Through the first quarter, you'd be like all sweaty and what about stuff Hanford. Hanford is another name that's Hanford's been working into the local media a little bit. Yeah, yeah. John Boyle on Facebook was up. John, he says maybe what's what is Ben Gay doing right now? I ask myself that every single day, John. 
I have no idea. No idea. Yeah. Dude, Phil, how about Phil Taylor was out there expressing some interest on the Twitter world? I was like, come on. He's bro, already got, got a cushy job. I'm like, we got a show to do, man. <laughs> we got a show to do. Out here teasing it. That's right. Yeah, we're getting a few people retired. John Tellich signed off for the last time. Yeah. 1980 yeah. to 2022. Fox 8. Uh, wish him well. Uh, Baker, Baker Mayfield allegedly cut his, got rid of his club, and he's leaving his uh, his golf club, and maybe uh, he may be going as well. Yeah, yeah, got a lot of exits potentially. Yeah, I, and I, according to the fans, there maybe a, a few more that would be uh, welcomed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, little uh, turning of the guard there. Austin uh, Hooper should be the Browns' new. Just put Austin Hooper up there. You'd have to put like some sort of cushion because he'll fall when he gets into the press conference and then just, just get him up in there. Let Austin Hooper commentate these games. Not no. uh, Jake Trotter put this out here. He says starting to feel like 2020 when the Browns had to draft an offensive tackle with the first pick. They have to draft a wide receiver this time, right? Uh, I feel like let's just save the draft talk for another week. I'm not quite they have to draft a wide receiver from the Ohio state. That's the second part of that. Wow. I would agree. Just saying. I'm but with yes. Dave. I'm not ready. I'm, I'm still in the healing phase. I'm not ready. to. Let, do let's draft. put a pin in the draft talk. It's in Vegas, Vegas draft. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad they're getting it back. I think we should actually get it back as well. For sure. Yeah. We got, should yeah. Come we got Keep going. We, it rained last time. We need we need nice. And we're like the biggest time. viewing market by far. Like like it's who are we kidding? Last great. year we drafted Greg Newsom in the first round, and you think we would have drafted like the franchise quarterback? You know the Trevor Lawrence of the draft when we drafted Greg Newsom, that place exploded. Thank God no. we didn't draft Trevor Lawrence. By the way. Oh come on! That's, a, that's a cheap shot. last week. That's a cheap. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Forget all the rest of the weeks. <laughs> we didn't make any bets this week, but over under Baker Wars simmering down over the next few weeks. Is it going up or is it going down? We got to do another Twitter space. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't even mention that. Nick, good job with that. I had no yeah. idea what we were doing. It was so. a good time. That I, I like that. You could kind of call some people up to air their grievances with the Cleveland Browns and and you listen to some of the 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 ones that are out there, and it, it it's just Baker Wars personified. Like you get people on the mic that ride with six. You get people on the mic that like would rather take Deshaun Kaiser back. Like there was a guy the other day that suggested Joe Flacco as a free agent quarterback replacement oh, for wow. Baker. Like we are all over the place as a fan base right now. So I, I would bet that the Baker War. I, I would put actual money if I could. On the Baker Wars will not simmer down this offseason. In fact, they might intensify to a new level. You know, yep. with Mike Zimmer getting cut, maybe Kirk Cousins could be on the move, and Jimmy G's probably out in San Francisco. What does that mean? So, I'm I'm ready and I'm strapped into my my new chair here for for a whole offseason of Baker Wars. Great, just absolutely great. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Let's best look at the best and worst tweets and get out of here. What do you say? This was this was one of my favorites. Good God.
Chris, what do we got here? Am I going to miss Ben Roethlisberger? No. Do I respect him and wish him well going forward? Also, no. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> Lindsay, she gets us. Lindsay, okay. Now she we got a By the way, did you know she deleted this tweet? Oh, really? She deleted this tweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. come on. This I was know. I was very disappointed to see that she deleted this tweet. She must have gotten some heat from her employer or something. Oh. I don't know why. Now we got to watch fat old Ben in the playoffs again because that stupid Just game didn't want to tie on Monday. Just for one week. How about, how about worst tweet? Oh, my God. Oof. Tim Tebow, a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield, and it's not particularly close. From Nick Adams in USA. Hey, Nick Adams, how about this? Uh, Tim Tebow tried out for a tight end position with Urban Meyer, of all people, of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and didn't even sniff the last round of cuts. He was out before they even cut anybody else. So, no, Tim Tebow is not a better quarterback than I, Baker I love, is a little close. I love you this bozo. guy's handle is Nick Adam in USA. Like, yeah, we don't care where you're at. Know where you're at. Yeah, you could be in Antarctica for all I care with cold takes like that. That's so stupid. He seems like a guy who goes in the DMs and he's like, ASL. Chris, did you yes. get that? No. You don't, age, don't sex, location? Ah. <laughs> you remember that from AIM? Yeah, wow. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Is that like throwback sliding into DMs? I just I threw that out there because I knew Nick would have no idea what that was. I think I think I have a small slight idea. That's like throwback slide in DMs, right? No, that's just like when you would chat with someone in the world, you would ask like age, sex, location, like Tinder. No, 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 just like how old you were because you couldn't see anything. You didn't even have like an avatar. Man, that sounds dangerous. Yeah, boy. That sounds like it probably was. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds like the internet has always been dangerous. I that guess. Yeah. And here well, we are, three strangers talking about the Browns with each other <laughs> every week. Mondays, nine o'clock. Big play refog. Well, and we've got comments. a private chat that I just learned about. <laughs> no, a lot of good stuff happened out of this show. All right, let's wrap it up. Thanks Why for tuning don't in. We wrap up the show, gentlemen. To the Big Play Reflux Show. We will see you next Monday night. Hopefully we have another winner of some Labatt Blue lights and a GVR shirt. Go drink Labatt Blues. Go check out GVR. Get some shirts. Check out TSE Cleveland. Get some signed Cleveland memorabilia. Yes. Uh, Shaq News. Go check them out. Download Shaq Pets on Android and iOS. Get your pet in there. Gab just got a new pet, a new doggy. Yeah, man. Super you cute. submit. I don't even think he he has a name yet. Uh, I know there might be a Twitter poll for that. (laughs) Reflog. It's just golf for backwards. That's right. Oh, God. It's just dog backwards. Wow. Wow. God underscore 18. We will see you next week. Big play reflog. Signing out. See you then. Adios. It's time. Streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio. Presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world, the Big Play Reflux Show.